Hello, welcome to Misadventures, a Gloomhaven podcast brought to you by Gamer Public Radio. This episode contains spoilers for scenario number 32 and scenario number 40. This episode also contains spoilers for class number 15 and class number 17. Please enjoy responsibly. So there we were, running for our lives, trying to keep up with the rogue who, once again, is splitting the party up with his movement speed. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Misadventures. Good to have you back with us once again. This is session number 11. Uh, just a quick refresher for everybody who might be new or maybe have forgotten. My name is Casey and I'm playing Etu the Brute. I'm Garrett and I am playing Herd Nerfer the Scoundrel. I am Skip. I'm playing the human Sawbones, DJ Bloodright. And I'm Steve. I'm playing as the Vermling Bear Combo, known as Rum and Coke. Oh, yeah. Not much time left for good old uh, Rum and Coke. Yeah, this is his retirement episode. Well, not, you know, you know what I mean. I this starts mean. the events that lead to his retirement, I guess you could say. Yes. This is his, uh, his last mission. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we managed to drag him out a little bit longer thanks to chain scenarios, <laughs> but that's the only reason. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm hoping DJ and uh, and Coke, actually. Is it Coke? Yeah. Uh, rum? I hope they made up. Is it Rum? Yeah, I, I, I can never remember the name. Sorry. <laughs> I hope, I, I'm hoping they made up, but that, that didn't make it sound too, too convincing. Sorry. No, it did not. Yeah, it would help the relationship if you could remember his name. <laughs> It's just shameful. It's just a bear like right. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. He's still a bear. <laughs> so uh so for this this edition, this session, we uh decided we needed to go get some finality to the whole voice quest line. We figured we better just go ahead and see this thing through. Uh, so we had a few things to do. We needed to go get some vessels for the voice. Easy, easy enough, right? How hard could that be? Um, so we start off in the decrepit wood, which was an interesting yes. scenario, uh, and it also allowed us to fight some things we hadn't seen before. Hmm. Uh, had a uh, five room tiles, and we had the Horrower and Fester, which we had not seen before. Giant Vipers, which we have seen before, as you may recall. Deep Terrors, which while technically we've seen before, we cheese that scenario hard and don't know what they do at all. And then right. Black Amps, which we're pretty getting pretty familiar with Black Amps. Yeah, they're kind of wusses. So the, the setting for this one I thought was interesting because it's like a cabin in the woods and you can choose to kick in the front door or go through a side path and go through the back door. So it was kind of a choose your own adventure in a way. And we, we picked the front door because I think room size, if I remember correctly. Like yeah, it was going to be the shortest path or something. Yeah, it was. And I was also feeling really confident. Like the first couple turns in, I was like, oh yeah, front door, we got this thing. But by the time we made it to the front door, I was like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. go figure the front door, you know, was going to have some obstacles in the way. Yeah, uh, those harrowers, harrower infestors are pretty nasty, actually. And then the uh, the deep tears have some nice range to them that make them a little bit frustrating as well. Yeah, the, the but, big um, thing that boned us with the harrower uh, in the opening room, though, was uh, he, he pulled that card that beefed up his retaliate by like three. So it was yeah. a, a total of five retaliate. 
Yep, it got real nasty. Uh, which makes them tough to handle. We also had like four elites in this first room. So it was just hit points on hit points. And the uh, the Vipers in the front weren't too big of a deal. And then, but yeah, like Romanetu decided to go hit the Harrower. We were both getting Retaliate Fives in the middle of that, which chose to just go ahead and eat the damage anyway. Um, but it definitely slowed us down a little bit. We thought twice about that from then on out. Yep. Um, then, yeah, I used my uh, Doom Compass to move one of the terrors into a trap, which kind of, you know, that always helps to kind of get one out of the way that way without having to put forth a lot of effort. And, uh, yeah, DJ Bloodright just kind of kept us all chugging along while we did our stabby things. That has been just... Mm. I mean, the Rum and Coke combo has been huge, but DJ Bloodright has changed a lot of battles as well. Like, it has been having those heal cards, you know, we're lasting longer because you have extra cards in your deck now. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really shifted the gameplay a ton for us. Yeah, it's still quite quite difficult to to catch up to you guys because you split up so much because all of my (laughs) heals are only one space. But adding the cards definitely helps. But yeah, (laughs) I got to play faster than you most cases and already be there. This room in particular was like right down your alley because we hit some elite things. It was a small room pretty much, and we hit a bunch of tough things, and it slowed us down and kind of kept you with us. Right. Uh, I was feeling real confident. We like wiped through the Vipers super fast, but then that the Harrower, the the deep retaliate. terrors <laughs> just slowed us down. And we were at, like, you know, I'd taken a, a couple good licks by the time we got to the front door, but we decided to kick in the front door anyway just to – be direct about this whole situation. We knew the cabin was only two tiles big, and that meant we probably got to just ignore the other two tiles because you only had to kill enemies that were revealed on your way to the uh, the final treasure tile we were trying to loot. So, right. Um, that second room had way more heroin festers, some and some black amps. Which again, like I've never. I've never been too scared of the black amps. They're usually not that big of a deal. But the harrowers, the harrowers are a big deal. Yeah. Um, let's see here. They were, so we had the normal harrowers, and those weren't a very big issue. Um, and of course, like you said, the black amps are not a big issue. But now this... This was the only scenario, like you said, that we've seen the Harrowers, and I'm kind of hoping that they don't make a lot of appearances. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Retaliate's gross, man. Yeah. Really changed what you're trying to do. Um, I ended up, uh, this second room, I ended up tying up the Elite Harrowers so that Rum could get in on the Black Imps. And, um, yeah, because you, you had them like, pinned down behind a table almost. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of got them trapped in there. I think I dropped a stun down at one point, too, just to kind of mm-hmm. keep things tied up just enough so we could at least get in and start segmenting things out. Herd was able to get to the back of the room while Rum was kind of just taking care of a lot of the black imps in the middle. So um, teamwork, man, makes the dream work, it was, and we did it really well. It was in a that solid room. second room. I'll agree, yeah. It did take Which a little we, adjusting to the fact that we had to go in and just actually fight everything like normal people rather than cheese our way through it. Like we kind of got a little comfortable <laughs> with that setup, you know? Yeah. This is, you know, it's good practice though. Yeah. For, it's a good mission to get used to not having to that, that available. 
Don't uh, don't even talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the third room had the goal in it, so that was a nice thing. But still, more elite harrower infestors, some black amps, and more vipers. Um, Rum was on those vipers, though, man. I was just yeah, like, yeah, guys, don't was... worry about it. I'm going to throw them back there. There's going to be a bunch of dead snakes. Yeah, the only time snakes are a problem is if there's like 15 of them in a room and it's on fire. And it's scary. That's when... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, that was a good mix. Uh, Rum drove to the back to take on the Vipers. Uh, Herd went and took out the Black Amps and then uh, Etu kind of tied up the... Um, the harrowers dropped a couple more stuns, kind of locked them down so we could focus on them, uh, which made that room not too bad. We we wiped out most of those enemies, and I think it was just a couple turns. Yeah, yeah. And the the like the shorter path kind of kept everybody clustered closer together. So Skip was yeah. right in the last room with us in the last few turns too. Yeah, was. there wasn't the opportunity for me to like move ten and just vanish to another area this time. I mean, there was. Oh, but, but don't worry, don't worry, guys. That opportunity is coming real soon. <laughs> it, it didn't seem like there was too much necessary healing in these last two rooms because it, it the teamwork was a lot handier, and then that retaliate five was not showing up nearly well, as that, much. And you so, were you yeah. were shielding us as we went too, which was real useful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, the, the first room here was a tough one, and after that, we kind of got our act together. We, it took us, it, I think it just took us a minute to figure out what these harrower infestors were all about. Once we did, it, it helped yeah. a lot. Yep. I mean, we've been playing long enough that we've come across most things other than like weird bosses. So it and was nice, demons. you know, and sun sun demons. <laughs> but you know, it is nice not knowing what we're doing every now and then. I, yeah. by the way, just side note, I do sincerely hope when we come across our first sun demon, like you were chewing through it. And you get stunned or something otherwise that we have to kill it or we'll lose the scenario and you don't get the credit <laughs> for it. Uh, I'm sure somebody will find some bullcrap summon to bring out just to do what you want to do. We'll, cer- we'll certainly try. I mean, or, or it's like get to the end and you're like, just hold on, guys. Let me let me kill this thing. And then Herd's going to be like, nope, we're gone. Mission's <laughs> over. I can get to the end. I'm good at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we finished the decrepit wood without too much trouble and get one of the vessels down. That unlocks two more scenarios, one of which we'd already done, the Safas Armory. So we kind of already had that one. So we just needed one more, and that was the Ancient Defense Network. Mm. Uh, but before we get on to the Ancient Defense Network, Steve, why don't you let us know what's cooking this week? Dude, this week we were doing sweet and sour pork. That's right. I've made it quite a few times. People seem to like I don't know why we haven't made it yet before that week um it's a pretty simple recipe you guys seem to like it okay yeah it was good stuff man uh but i think we should skip to dessert (laughs) i'm keeping that a thing i don't care i hope it's stupid every time (laughs) (laughs) um well the interesting thing about this is because i cook them ahead of time instead of using your oven i bring them in and we eat dessert first (laughs) so uh we might have to change that up but I don't know. They worked out pretty well. These were uh, puff pastries filled with um, raspberry, chocolate, caramel, and marshmallows. And oh my uh, god, they were so in good. various styles. They were very, very soft. And it was my first attempt at puff pastries, and I have made them quite regularly afterwards because I did like them. <laughs> that raspberry one, I would, yeah. Um, if any of you listen to GPR, you've already kind of heard of this. Uh, this will 
air a little bit later, but Skip had come into work that Friday with the puff pastries. On his day off. <laughs> on his day off. And that was just yep. the best. One, because we got fresh puff pastries at work. And two, because Steve completely missed it. So that really it, enhanced the experience. I don't – you know what? <laughs> Uh, I don't think the Oxford English Dictionary has a word to describe how far my heart fell when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you only missed him by like five minutes, too. Yeah. Like, Skip leaves, so and a couple hours later, Steve comes walking in the room. What's up, guys? Oh, not much. Just eating puff pastries. Skip brought in. They're uh, delicious. I almost killed myself. But we had more Gloomhaven to play, so. That's right. And, you know, one Save thing we, did, we didn't mention this earlier. We had a special guest for this Gloomhaven Ella session. Yeah, we did. Uh, my daughter Layla was along for the ride, and had contributed in no way whatsoever. But just telling everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Maybe not to like the game mechanics, but the whole atmosphere was amazing. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, she got to like make fun of me in front of everyone a little bit. You know, all the good stuff that you have a kid for. Oh yeah. Yes, so, I understand that yeah. real well. <laughs> Find out soon enough. <laughs> so, uh, scenario 40, the ancient defense network sounds like a doozy. It wasn't that bad, though. I'd say this is probably our smoothest mission that we've ever Yeah, had. no, not at all, because <laughs> the scoundrel has ideas, and people like, act on those ideas, and like, I don't know what the big deal is. Why are you saying it's a terrible plan? Because it is a terrible plan, and like, people what are you doing? People let him so act on his thing. ideas, and including the followed the, the plan. I said it was a bad idea the entire time, and you're playing stupid, <laughs> and nobody can keep up with you, so we can't follow your no, plan. No, the plan Boy, is great. Okay, so... Room number one. Okay, we're in it, and it's yeah. Okay, let's let's yeah. It's uh, it's kind of an S shape, I would say, when we're kind of in the middle of it, right? Uh, right. The top yeah. hooks like off the, into the right, the bottom hooks off into the left, and right. so and the bottom's the longer path, etc. And you know, we know we have to step on two plates at the same time. I think we had to end turns on the plates. Um, yep. Yeah. And so obviously they're going to be at opposite ends, right? Because God forbid. So. But first, you know, there's some creatures in the room that we have to deal with, right? Uh, and, and I was, I was, I was arguing that we should kill him because Coke's going to be stuck in the first room by himself, right? Yep. I mean, and Coke's got to kill, or yeah. Rome's got to kill, and mm-hmm. you know, got to satisfy that bloodlust. And yeah, we can't just leave you in there with. Uh, I think there was four monsters. Is that correct? Uh, six. There were six. six. Okay. I mean. It, it, I mean, you it probably looked just like lost count because you didn't actually bother to kill any of them. Well, um, like it looked like four but. because like Rum and Etu just destroyed their side super fast. Yeah, no, that's that's one way <laughs> to look at it. Um, the other way to look at it is then we then turned around and destroyed your side too because you floundered <laughs> yeah. around doing nothing. This this by the this by the way is the reason I have switched my uh, my guy from being a straight healer to a more attack oriented because <laughs> I, I took out at least two of my heal cards after this because. I felt like all I was doing was just healing, and in most of the cases, I don't even talk because you know I'm, I'm coming in healing, no big deal. Yeah. After this one, I, I added in a couple of my attacks so I can at least help out a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is yeah. rough because between yeah, scoundrels you know, getting rubbed over by living corpses, like Rum and Etu, you know they they're outputting a lot of damage, and I can do pretty good single target burst damage, but like yeah. you know trying you to do take three a lot hits, of hits. No, yeah. it's not it's not the greatest feeling, but we get those handled. Uh, mostly thanks to me, and then we decide. <laughs> I hate you. Then you know. Then it's okay. We have to get to these other rooms. 
And, you know, the the brilliant idea here is, well, there's going to be a lot of stuff, so let's just run to the switches, because that's easy. We have switchy cards, we can teleport people around, it'll be easy. Okay, there's a little more subtlety. You're underselling it, because you're making it sound like you just went crazy. But I chimed in, too, and I was like, look, this is great. DJ Bloodright can go with Herd. Um, Since he can't keep up, Herd just go as far as he can. I'll swap in DJ Bloodright. It'll be perfect. Yeah. So I was Um, on board with the plan. Well, and we knew, as we saw in the first room, that I wasn't going to, like, our combo, we can't necessarily kill our way through all the enemies, right? Right. Um, At least not quickly. And so, you know, in my brain, a plan was born. Uh, In Casey's brain, a plan was not born. Well, in my brain, it's like, look, man, we got three full rooms of enemies to get through, and we have to survive the turn after we land on the plates, and we have to sync it up together, and you're faster than everybody else. So maybe we should go ahead and clear out two more rooms and then make the mad dash. Just, just a quick question, Casey. Yeah. Did we fail the scenario? Uh, no, because uh, <laughs> Etu is a national treasure and a hero. We'll get I to mean, that. I mean, it just sounds like the plan worked well, is what I'm hearing. Also... Also, you have to realize we also finished this with a lot of cards left. Excuse yeah, me. I mean, who finished this with a lot of cards left? Because if I took one more hit from anything, we failed no, no. the entire mission. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Because because you took a lot of hits, you had to discard. Otherwise, like me, I didn't take a lot of hits. I still had a lot of cards left. So I'm what I'm getting at is we could have waited a few more turns. Oh yes, like, yes. We so, could have yeah. slowly walked in and attacked. Okay, I agree with. I'm, you. I'm, I'm not arguing with what we did. Because, okay, right, right. so wait. What we <laughs> What we did was good. Uh, it worked. We went to room two and room whatever. We opened the, the, the room yeah, just yeah. south of the main room and the room just north. I opened the room the door to the north. There's three bears in there. I'm like, cool, let's tumble. And like <laughs> and like, come on, let's let's do me and Rum, and we're gonna wreck these things. And then the scoundrel opens his and he's like, Oh man, there's bears and imps in there. He's like, I don't think I can kill any of these, so I'm just gonna run and hide. See, I will say the 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 only problem that I I saw occurring with the plan was because her did not take care of his side. Rum was on the wrong side of the thing and yep. just kept autopiloting down the path mm-hmm. uh, that rum had, or that herd had run down, which puts Casey in the room with the three bears by himself instead of having, you know, bear backup, uh, which, which, is, <laughs> which I was fine with as far as the me taking damage, but me dealing the 40 points of damage that they yeah. had combined was a bit of an ask. Um, I was monsters able to, are level four now, right? Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. that's my fault. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that, you know that explains why the bears have such a huge HP pool, right? Uh, because yeah, they're, they're I believe I was level five going into this. Monsters are level four. You're level nine. Everyone else is kind of around that level four five range, I believe. Well, we you no, I mean, also had a bunch of forest imps with like shield or something on it. Yeah, you? I had forest imps, but which you and know, there was a whole row of traps you had to get across somehow, right? But, you know, I can disarm traps and I've added jump to one of my cards. So, I, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. too worried about that. Um, so I was able to tie the bears up a little bit. I actually got them all down about half hit points because oh, yeah. I burnt my uh, I burnt one of my high level cards. I think my level eight card. Um, I think you also actually, made no, it. it was my level nine. card. I just got my level nine card. I just leveled up between these two and it does an attack six target all adjacent enemies and then push them. And I gain XP for each one. And I activated my Warhammer, So I stunned them all. Yeah. So I got like eight damage on each of them in one go, but then I kind of had blown that. So, you know, there was, you, you might've had a little bit more health too. If you had uh, used the health pack for healing instead of walking. I needed to get <laughs> into the door so I could, 
You do know we're going to make a special printing of that card, right? <laughs> <laughs> that says you can use it too. Yeah, you know, because those health packs, you know, they do have an upper and lower. You can use them for non-healing purposes uh, for anything other than you can't pitch them, I believe, is the only restriction. Yep. Right. And right. you know what? Sometimes you just have to move four, and I had to move four, <laughs> and so I used that with my boots, and it got me exactly where I needed to be to execute my plan. You're right. Wait, Sometimes plan. nobody else was running because they were all just watching Tots try to execute his stupid plan. No, like you said, sometimes you have to move. And, you know, I was I was doing what I do. I was moving. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, let's let's get back to let's see. Herds made it through the hallway. Yep. Um, I have oh. run all the way to the end of the hallway uh, with oh. the traps and all that. And that's not a huge deal. Uh, we get the traps disarmed. Um, did a little bit of fighting and you swapped him right before we went into the next room, correct? Right. And so that left a, uh, like a living corpse in the main room with yeah. rum and Coke and all your hallway stuff moving in. Yeah. Towards the I, first had, room. I had outrun all the enemies so far that they decided to attack you instead. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> less enthused about that bit, but you know, yeah, right. exactly. I was on board. Yeah. Uh, but, so let's see here. Well, um, Casey's at like Casey's at the point realizing Etu's not going to take out these bears. Right. Yeah. And no, he's got a whole two rooms. So I have no backup coming. Finally, he gets on board with the plan. Well, like I had to at this point, right? <laughs> like we we failed the mission. If I don't take care of my side, if I don't start moving on my side, yeah. Tosh is uh, like the scoundrel's just going to die. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. She's going to do. She's just going to die if I don't solo this entire half of this complex right immediately and i think the best part is like you you finally decide you're like fuck it i'm gonna yolo this next room and then before you can herd runs into the next room on his side yes yeah (laughs) where there were uh, three golems hanging out uh which is and you had like five things behind you chasing you as well (laughs) and poor dj bloodright caught in the middle of all of it (laughs) He held his own. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. He did fine. And he had to because the scoundrel was hiding in the shadows. You know, I learned very early on playing Gloomhaven that you got to use your invisibility cloak sometimes. And so it now gets liberal usage and usually to great effect for me. Uh, yeah, I think uh, in that last room, I was you know, juking and weaving just to get health to, uh, yeah, to the yep. scoundrel because yep. <laughs> he had to stand on it. Yeah, case, I was, yeah. But I had some good cards. Disarms, we ran but. into the problem with the golems. You know, they, they have an attack where they will pull and immobilize you. So, you know, I get in there, I get pulled away from the switch and immobilized pretty much right away. But it's not a big deal because we know it's going to take uh, Etu, you know, two or three turns to get through the next two rooms. And uh, he opens that door to the next room, and boy, was was that a room. That room was yeah, on so fire. Yeah, I, I so I had, like, immobilized a couple bears, and then I had a little bit of movement left. I was going to move into the next room and kind of weigh my options, see what else I could do. Um, I opened the door, and it's just a lake of fire. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. There are coals everywhere. All of them do half trap damage, which at our level is three, Um and they don't go away, and there's three flame demons in there who immediately hit me with fireballs. I can't actually go into the room at that time, Uh, and they hit me all real hard. One of the bears is still able to hit me. I just take a ton of hits. (laughs) If you had a med pack, you could have gotten into that room. (laughs) 
Sometimes you gotta move. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta move. Um, and it, it became clear that I did have to move because I could not take any more hits. I had like 10 hit points and I was going to take nine points of damage going through the co- uh, the coals. And you had lost so your jump card at this point, right? Yeah, I had lost that. I think I'd lost that on a short, I had a short rest yep. and I lost that. Yeah, and then um, I felt bad about that. And then something else, I forget how I lost the other, the, the other one's a burn. Um, I forget how I lost the other one. Maybe I had to end up losing them both. Either way, maybe I had a pitch. You were walking I don't know, anyway. through the lava. <laughs> so, okay. So let me paint this picture because we all know that her nerfers over there hiding on his plate. So all I, all I need to do is get to mine and end my turn on mine. So here's how this plays out. Um, I dodge past three bears. They're chasing after me. I'm running across a lake of fire. The bears are running across a lake of fire and dying. Meanwhile, fireballs are bouncing all off of me. I'm pitching cards left and right taking damage. I kick open the next door. There's an arcane golem in there. I slide past him. I land on the pressure plate. He hits me again. I pitch the last card I have. We win. Now, I would just like to point out that my plan killed the bears. (laughs) Well, it killed our bear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was so close to retirement. Poor rum. But yeah, no, you made it through, and you had a hit point, but you made it through. One hit point. I mean, the plan did work. I mean... All right, all right, all right. In the finest of margins, the plan worked. I'm not going to say this is our worst scenario. I have another contender for that to bring up at some point. But this one's pretty rough. Do you want to do like a quick uh, breakdown of how you think we could have done it better? uh sure I, I, all right first of all I, I i would like us all to uh, agree and admit that tots uh his, his plan worked here and i would also like us to maybe agree and admit that it was still a crappy plan and the only reason it worked is because of lucky card draws i'm down with that Hon- yeah honestly <laughs> okay. honestly cool if he had killed his mm-hmm. living corpses i think it would have worked because rum would have been with you yeah. would have torn through those bears yeah, yeah, that would have been a whole different story, but that that's not quite how it happened. I mean, I'm just uh, okay. Yeah. So, but that was all part of the plan, right? It just didn't work right, out, right. and I don't think I don't know if there's much more we could have done to avoid that. That, that is a, a bit of a pitfall um, in, in rum that we found in another scenario at one point that he keeps kind of auto aggroing towards stuff that I don't necessarily want him to. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, but let's just concede that that's how that first room was going to play right. out because I don't think anybody's plan could have changed that. Um, what I would have liked to have seen us done is open the north and south doors and stay in the central chamber. Okay. And have a bunch of bears rush us on both sides. Right. But at least we're all four there fighting all the bears. Um, Cause I feel like the, the imps wouldn't have been that big of a deal. And they, I, we probably could have filtered if we had pushed to the north side of the main room, the imps would have come into that room as well. Yeah. Honestly, and like they, if, I mean, people listening to this podcast obviously are having the scenario spoiled for them. It mm-hmm. might be even better just to pop that north door, take care of the bears, and then split the party. Pop. Yeah, maybe so. Especially if you have yeah, like you, a really overzealous rogue. 
One thing to like to keep like both the the brute and the scoundrel can move, right? So if if you do, you're going to waste some time. Like you could open the north door, fight the bears, Mm -hmm. then even open the south door and clear that maybe. But it's not really that. Like you're looking at two to three turns. You should have that left in you, right? And potentially, yeah. But like I do agree that 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 south hallway into the next room into the next room is a huge amount of distance to cover, while also fighting the whole way through. Yeah. So, how how do you think it would have worked if uh, like we swapped roles? The brute and the scoundrel went south, and Etu and or and uh, Rum and DJ Bloodride and Rum and Coke went north. It could happen. Rum probably would have died in the positive. lava, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I'm afraid. Yeah, the lava would have would have wrecked us. I think maybe a better solution would have been. Bloodrite and Etu going north because I could have kept healing you that entire time as long as you went early enough to take face yeah. the, the the bears and you wouldn't you would have been hurt but that's, you would have been able to take it and then just blitz your way into the, the thing. That's true. Yeah. And that's what kind of kind of shocked me that you put or we, we decided to take our heaviest hitters and go one direction and so it's tank and heavy hitting. I mean the plant the Definitely yeah, the, the plan on the south side was just not send uh, not send any heavy hitters. It was just run past Ah, uh, okay. And I mean, on that one, Rum could have helped like take yeah. out the bears and then push back to take care of the south hallway stuff okay. coming in. Also, if I hadn't been such a, a total support role, you know, like I was then, you know, now I've changed a little. I might have been able to go in and throw in a few more attacks. I, I don't know if we would have cleared them nearly as fast That's as you true. guys did, but yeah. still would have brought the bear backwards. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, this, it was rough. It was down to the wire. <laughs> That's how we yeah, lived on our first time there, though. <laughs> Apparently. It wouldn't be as interesting if it That's wasn't. Right. Nail well, it's called Misadventures for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, still have not no. failed the scenario. We're... Outside of the solo yeah. challenge. Well, well, don't talk about tough. this. Um, Anyway, yeah, we uh, yeah. are victorious now. So this gets it's us. Sad though. It's so this was linked. So this was uh, Rum and Coke were supposed to retire after this, but you retire when you go back to town. And this was linked to the Time Worn Tomb, uh, which finishes up all the voice mm-hmm. quest stuff. And so we get to that next session. So Rum and Coke have one more mission left in them, which I was very happy to hear because I've grown so yeah. reliant on the whole swapping thing that. Imagining a world without it is hard for me. We'll get ready. Yeah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting going forward. Um, I will say uh, this was, I think I've only had the staff of command from the mm-hmm. solo challenges for a little while now, and that did come yeah, in super handy in this scenario. Um, yeah. Etu finally hit level nine. So this is session eleven. I hit level nine. Um, so there's nowhere to go from here, man. I'm I'm, I'm max level. Uh, so you yes. you are gonna have the most thorough retirement session. Yeah, it's gonna be a long happens. one. Um, I ended up okay. So I had two <laughs> options for the level nine card. I kind of already spoiled a little bit because I had to use it. It came into play in that last scenario. Uh, so the first card is called Face Your End. It's an initiative sixty-seven. The top is Attack Two, Range Four, Target Three, Pull Three. So you do a little bit of damage and pull a bunch of things towards you and get some XP, and that's not a loss. So that's kind of cool. Um, I just attack two 
at level nine is not really great. Even if you get three targets, plus I'm then pulling everything into me to punch me in the face, which I'm not a big fan of either. Um, the bottom. It's probably yeah, meant to like combo the bottom or was a kill one adja- adjacent normal or elite enemy and get two XP for a loss. Um, just like flat oh, out. Nope, they didn't have just, to be damaged or die. any other. Um, so I don't know. The top of ability is interesting, but also this card, neither one of these level nine cards have any move options on them, which kind of sucks. But, um, but the card I ended up going with is King of the Hill. The top is attack six, target all adjacent enemies and then push one and then gain an XP for each enemy targeted at a loss. So that's like a last ditch attack, right? Like get into the final room or get like, I use it on the bears there, right? Get like big hits in, make a real big impact on a, on a, a late part of the session. The bottom is heal five. So every time through my cards, I get to dr- essentially drink a major healing potion for free. Like, so that's not a loss. That's pretty sweet. Wow. No. Yeah. Um, and it has come. And so again, like there's no, no movement here, but that is a, a reliable bottom I can use. And I, it is really come in handy. Um, especially with, Doing some extra tanking recently. So, you know, DJ Bloodrider put some shields and stuff, doing some extra tanking, but you still, like, they're chipping away at the health. And so, like, yeah, heal five when I don't need to move is great. And it's a 39 initiative is okay. So, yeah, I ended up going with that one. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. That mixed with a med pack, total heal nine yeah. one turn. Mm-hmm. Pretty handy. Or you could mm. move to, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for the day Garrett, where you need to move on one of those. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, Casey, we, we give you crap, but, yeah. but that's who's our I anchor. Man. What, like I can't, uh, I was going to say, I can't imagine a world where we don't have the brute, but you know what? We might not have to ever envision that world. I don't believe Sunday right? exists. <laughs> I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fake news. It, I, uh, do we have any other level ups this session? Uh, I mean, I hit level seven. Well, I mean, you do get to use level seven one t- uh, for one mission. So, like, did what did you choose for like, your level seven stuff? Uh, let me go check the cards real quick. Uh, While he's so doing that, uh, if you're still listening to this and your team has found sun demons quick more quickly than us, I, I would love to know about that. Like, don't spoil the scenario or whatever, but. Like, is this something unique to us that we just have dumb luck and not come across any? Or are they that rare? So, you know? Garrett, I've seen a post. This is interesting. I've seen a post from a guy on the Reddit. Um, and he said, help. My life goal is to kill oozes. I can't find them. Where are they? He can have all oh of our oozes. I will send every one of them. That is amazing. Uh, and Go ahead, Skip. I was going to say, even in areas you do not expect oozes, oh, you will freaking find them now. Yep. yep. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, and answer your question, Casey. I didn't, I wasn't really feeling either of the level seven cards because one of them was a, uh, a wind totem that doesn't move and just pushes things away, which would be useful once. Yeah. Actually, that might have been useful on that last scenario. Just put it down in front of the hallway and leave, but <laughs> that would have been about it. Um, and its bottom was just like an attack four for rum. 
And then the other level seven was like an attack three, range three for Coke with stun, which is nice, but I don't use Coke that heavily. <laughs> and uh, the bottom was all... <laughs> The bottom was all summoned allies within range three perform a, a move minus one, which like I have tons of move cards for Rome already. So I ended up just taking the other level six. Okay. Which uh, gave it like gave Coke a range heal for three targets, which is cool. And then he could move two, swap with the bear, move two. That's pretty dope. So move two and then swamp and then move two again. Can you move your bear two yes. and then swap and move two? Or is that not how that would? Oh, okay. uh, it's just it's Coke's moves. So he'd move to yeah. swap with the bear, and then wow. Coke could move again. Ah, and then if I had an upper move, I could use that to move the bear. But it's pretty cool. <laughs> move that bear, but yeah. <laughs> this was this was an all around good session, I think. Uh, uh, Skip to DJ Bloodright yeah. level up that uh, that time. Yeah, he he did. Um, he took a uh, he got to level five and took. Research secure over amputate, and amputate seemed like a decent card with attack four and wound and immobilize and an experience on the top. But the bottom, as much as it was a heal seven at range one, it stuns the person I'm healing. Yeah. So I decided not to go with that. Well, no, it's just it's, we're always it's shocking at, at, at how much you're healing them. That's why they're stunned. <laughs> that was so. Yeah. But the card oh, is amputate, so I mean, it's it's gonna be bad. But I took the uh, research to cure over uh, over that, which is uh, attack four and remove all negative conditions on all adjacent allies on the top. Which you know, that's what went into my more attack centric uh, healer now. And on the bottom is a uh, it's a loss, but I put a card in front of somebody that gives them a permanent shield one, mm. and they are immune to all negative conditions. You can research secure on so, me, right? Anytime. Yeah, I'm thinking that'll work I out. I do love the idea, though, of an amputate as, like, an attack. Like, you run up, knock them down, and you're, like, holding their leg That's while you saw true. it off. Uh, <laughs> you know, the next time we come across a shaman, though, that research the cure is going to be just fantastic. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still struggling with this whole I can't find Uzi's thing because we can't stop finding it. It is just really. We tried to stop finding him, but we still run into him. I guess. I bet you know what? I bet you that guy is just flush with right? sun, sun demons. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> but you do know that 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 card is waiting for the, whoever's next character is coming up, so they're going to get you know kill so many oozes. And we're not going to have any more because we've cleared out every single level. We get two to choose from. That's right. Um, I'm sure. We'll, I'm sure we'll find some more though. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Star luck. So that wraps it up for this episode. Please join us next time where we truly wrap up the whole voice quest to great success, and then we take a nice, well-deserved vacation that has some unpleasantness tucked into the to the end yeah, of you it. There. To pick but, our uh, next vacation. <laughs> I, don't, I, think, I feel like everybody was on board with this we vacation were. but anyway we'll dive into we were. that we were we'll dive into before that we get time. out though you know we are at yeah. misadventurespodcast.com uh, where you can get all the links to all of our different socials and things uh, we're now on Spotify uh, which is kind of neat both Gamer Public Radio and Misadventures are up on there we're at GPUB Radio on Twitter patreon.com slash Gamer Public Radio uh, money that comes into that will help with things such as microphones and equipment, server hosting fees, uh, start actually paying Steve for all the money he's dishing out in food, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and there's also perks uh-huh. that come with that. You can look into <laughs> that more at patreon.com slash Gamer Public Radio. And we'll see you guys next Friday.
You've been listening to Misadventures, a Gloomhaven podcast brought to you by Gamer Public Radio. Please join us every Friday for new episodes at misadventurespodcast.com or find us on your podcast application of choice. Music for this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. For more of Kevin's work, please check out incompetech.com. See you next time.